Mrs. Chandler, he said. Thank you for inviting me to your home. She drew the door wide and gestured into the house. Simon, I am honored to welcome you. He entered and removed his hat, placing it silently on the hall table. He undid a black silk sash from under his chin and slid out of his caped coat and handed it to Delia. The outside of the coat was cold from the fall air without, but inside, where his body had been, it was warm. She went down the hall a little and hung it for him. When she came back, he was sitting on the couch, eyes scanning the room, and his long hands clasping his knees. I imagined your house would be just like this, Mrs. Chandler. Please call me Delia. Delia, then. This house is as if I'd dreamed it. Come and sit near me. She did, lowering herself uncomfortably into the chair beside the couch. When she was seated, he lifted his valise onto the table and opened it. A smell of camphor emerged from inside. We needn't truck and chit-chat, he said. It's as if we are already old friends, no? She smiled at him and nodded once in assent. It delighted her that his demeanor in person was entirely of a piece with how he was in his emails. Grave, but not humorless, and quietly authoritative, he drew out half a dozen vials from the valise. They were filled with dried plant matter and powders. He lined them up neatly on the coffee table. How have you been, he asked. How's your pain? It's manageable, she said. I take the lantana for the pain in my bones, and it works for a couple of hours. But I don't mind. A little respite is all I need while waiting for you. He smiled at this and reached out to take her hand. He clasped it gently. I choose very carefully, Delia, who I come to see. Only those who are completely committed will do. Are you still completely committed? I am. And you are not frightened. She hesitated here and looked away from him. I have told myself to be truthful with you, so I will say that I have been scared, yes, a little, but not now, not at this moment. Good, he said, and his voice told her that it was all right to have experienced some trepidation. It meant she had faced it and moved past it. We should get started then. Yes, she said. I do have to ask you to do one thing for me first, however. It will make you somewhat uncomfortable. Delia looked at his eyes and waited for him to explain. I must look at your body, Delia. I need to see your skin before proceeding. She blanched at this and thought of herself picking through the few dresses in her closet for one that would make her look the most presentable, now he wanted her to stand exposed before him? But she did not question him. Rather, she rose and faced him in front of the low coffee table. She reached behind herself with one hand and drew the zipper on the back of her dress down, wincing in pain. Hold on, he said. I don't want this to be difficult for you. He stood and came to her, 
went behind her and unzipped her the rest of the way. The dress fell to the floor in a pool of blue wool. She felt him unsnap her bra, and she shook it off down her arms, and then her hands traveled down the puckered, pale flesh over her belly, and she pushed her underwear and pantyhose down. Thank you, Delia. I'm sorry for the discomfort. Are you cold? No, she said. She felt his finger tracing her spine, and she imagined he was pulsing energy into her, burning away the wild cells under her skin that were eating her life. Simon held her shoulder and gently turned her. She half expected to catch his eyes, as if this would be a romantic moment blooming. And what would she do if it were? If the last person to show her real compassion also...